The views and opinions expressed in the Youth Move Nevada podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the views of all statewide family networks nor Youth Move National. This podcast does not provide legal or medical advice and is intended for informational and support purposes only. All statements and opinions provided in this podcast are not meant to malign anyone or anything. Welcome back to the Youth Move Nevada podcast. In case you're a first-time listener, my name is Riley Harris, and I am a youth mentor for Youth Move Nevada, and I use he, him pronouns. Youth Move is a youth-inspired and youth-led organization that encourages and empowers our youth peers to unite together to engage with systems that serve them. We recognize the power of lived experience, and we're also a strengths-based bridge to improving support services for youth and by youth through our shared experience and expertise. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. And if you're a long-time listener, thanks for your support. So let's get to the reason you tuned in. So we're talking today about suicide prevention, uh, specifically in recognition of September being Suicide Prevention Month. This is very important because suicide is a serious public health problem, and everyone has a part to play in combating stigma and preventing suicide. Just to lay out some quick facts, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States, but the 8th leading cause in Nevada. And more specifically, it is the first leading cause of death for Nevada youth aged 12 to 19, and the second leading cause of death for those aged 20 to 44. So this week we are joined by Emma White, the founder and president of lifeisworthit.org. Emma, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, thanks so much for having me, and I'm excited to talk about this very important topic. And yes, my name is Emma White. I am um, the founder and president of the Life is Worth It organization, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on educating youth and their communities on total life health to help prevent suicide. So we help people understand that being as healthy as you can be involves our physical, mental, emotional, and our digital health. But I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we are so happy to have you on because I had the chance to listen to you speak and you were just a font of knowledge about this topic. So uh, I guess just getting right into it, you know, in, in your opinion, why is it important that we have an awareness month for suicide prevention? Oh, yes. Well, for me, it's every month, right? Being in this work and working in suicide prevention, it's every month. But I love that we have a specific month for it because there are still so many stigmas out there and so many things, you know, going around in communities or in our country that maybe people think that suicide is rare still. Maybe they think that suicide doesn't happen very often. But if you really were to ask people at the supermarket or at a restaurant or at schools, there are more people that are being impacted by suicide than we might think. So it's really important, not only so we can try to prevent suicide, right, but also to support people who have lost people in their life to suicide as well. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like you said, there's still so much misrepresentation of this topic and a lot of misunderstandings about it. And I guess just kind of thinking about, you know, all of us as a community, what do you think are some things that anyone can do in order to sort of help further that conversation and reduce the stigma around it? That's a really great question. There's a a few things that we can do. One is to not be afraid to have the conversation with people. Sometimes people don't ask about suicide because they think that they might 
give them the idea about suicide if they ask, right? They think it might be contagious. But one of the most important things to know is that we can't give the idea of suicide to someone, right? Um, we can't cough on them and give it to them. So if we think that something is going, you know, something isn't right in their world, maybe we've noticed a lot of change for them. Maybe their behavior has changed. Maybe they've withdrawn from their friends and family or the things that they like to do. Maybe they don't care anymore, or maybe they're just acting out of character. We want to take that as an invitation to ask if suicide is present if suicide is on their mind. And that's one of the biggest things that we can do because on average, someone who is having thoughts of suicide is going to try to tell three different people. Now they might not just come out and say, I'm having thoughts of suicide because that can be scary. And as you said, there's so much stigma and shame that exists out there still. I think it's gotten better after COVID. I think people are finally starting to open up and talk more about it, but we still have a lot of work to do. And it can be very scary for someone to talk about their thoughts of suicide. So we are giving them a gift. If we've noticed that something has changed and something doesn't feel right, we should ask them, hey, I'm asking because I care. You know, Are you thinking about suicide? Are you thinking about ending your life? And then hopefully we get an honest answer. The way that we ask the question is just so important. Asking in a way that shows that we care, that's not judgmental, and asking in a way that they can feel comfortable saying, yes, I am. That's one of the biggest things that we can do. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's it's like you said that just even in the past 10 years, I feel, you know, culturally, we have come a long way in how we approach conversations about mental health and, you know, how open people are. And, you know, there's still a lot more to go, but there there has been a significant change. And I think that is a fantastic thing because the more we talk about this, the more people are able to reach out and get the help they need. And I guess building off of that, you know, what what advice would you give to someone if they or somebody that is close to them is struggling with thoughts or ideation? Yeah, I think, well, I can speak on this from both perspectives. I have my own experience with suicide. I survived suicide when I was 15. Mm -hmm. And now in my professional work, I, unfortunately, I've lost people to suicide. And then I work with people on a weekly basis who are having those thoughts of suicide. So if you are listening and you're having thoughts of suicide, one of the biggest things I would say is don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to reach out for help because most of us be afraid to reach out if we had a sore throat, right? Or a broken bone. We're not afraid to ask for help for our physical health. Well, we all have mental health as well. And sometimes we need help and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, hey, things aren't going right in my life right now and I need to talk to someone about it. So on that perspective, I just want to say, I know it can seem very scary, but nobody expects you to be perfect. None of us are perfect and we all struggle at some point in our life. And on the other side of it, if you're helping someone with those thoughts of suicide, listen to them. Say, what's going on? You know, talk to me. What's going on in your life? Not everybody has someone that they feel comfortable, you know, going and just saying, hey, can I tell you everything about what I'm experiencing? So opening up that conversation, what I like to say is don't wait for someone to reach out to you. Reach in. Reach in to them and ask, hey, I care about you. What's going on? How can I help you? Yeah, I, I, I think... Um... I was very fortunate to grow up in a uh, pro mental health household. You know, my my mom's a therapist. And so these kinds of conversations were were very typical in my house. And, you know, I I think I definitely had a little bit of an advantage over some of my peers 
because these concepts weren't forward to me. And I guess, you know, sort of talking about that, what what kind of uh, resources are in our community, both statewide and maybe a little more local, that people could utilize if they're in these situations? Yeah, that's a really awesome question. A lot of times we get really scared, right? Of mm-hmm. what do I do next? Who do I call? And so the first one I would say is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, which is 988. Maybe some of you have heard of the Suicide Prevention Lifeline before, which was one 800 273-8255. It's really hard to remember 10 digits in a crisis. So they launched 988 last year in July, and it is a national hotline, but we have call centers here in Nevada, and it's free. It's 24-7. It's confidential. When you call or text, you can do both. It's a trained peer counselor on the other line. So even if you're afraid to have this conversation with someone that you care about, you can say, hey, I know someone who is trained in this. Can we call 988 together? And then they'll have that conversation about what's going on. Are they thinking about suicide? So that's a really excellent resource. And like I said, it's national, but we have several locations here in Nevada. And so you can call anytime, any day, 365 days a year, 24-7. Like I said, it's free. It's confidential. You can give as much or as little information as you want. One of the other things that I would talk about is our NAMI warm line, so N-A-M-I. And there's a few different warm lines there. And sometimes people ask, what is, what's the difference between a warm line and a crisis line? Well, a warm line is really something that people can call if they are feeling lonely, if they want to talk to someone, maybe it's not necessarily related to suicide. Maybe their boyfriend or girlfriend just broke up with them. Or maybe their parents are getting divorced and they feel like, hey, I just need someone to talk to or I just lost a job. So there's a few warm lines. There's the Nevada warm line, which is 775-241-4212. And that is also 24-7, 365 days a year. So that's a great resource. Anybody can call that. We also have the NAMI teen peer support text line. So teenagers can text the warm line and they will get a young adult 18 to 24 who is also a trained counselor and they can text about what's going on in their life. And that number is 775-296-8336. So there's a few options there as far as reaching out for help. But of course, I do want to stress if someone is in immediate crisis, maybe they have something that could harm themselves or others, we want to call 911 in those emergencies. Yeah, I I think that's some excellent advice to have different resources depending on the level of severity. You know, we we are very much big proponents of 988 here at Youth Move Nevada. And of course, all of these resources we will include in the show notes. But I guess kind of just to round us off, is there anything else that you think everyone should know or be aware of or really just any final remarks that you want to share today? I just want to remind people that it's okay to struggle. We all go through different things at some point in our life. And sometimes I think we get caught up in society of people saying, oh, well, I've been through worse. Or why are you struggling when other people have gotten through that? But every single person's journey is unique to them, right? So what is hurtful for me might not be hurtful for somebody else. So I really want to stress that no matter what it is that you're struggling with, 
whether it's depression or anxiety, bullying, maybe you're struggling with confidence. Maybe you're struggling with what do I do with my life? I'm stressed out after high school. It's okay. It's okay to not have all the answers and it's okay to struggle. And I highly recommend reaching out to some of the resources that I mentioned. You can also find more national resources and other things that are helpful on the lifeisworthit.org page. So that's my nonprofit organization. You'll find workshops, resources, FAQs. I know for me, when I was struggling, I had no idea. I didn't know. I hadn't heard of anxiety. I hadn't heard of depression. And maybe that's some people as well. So if you're looking for more information, I would strongly suggest to check that out. Yeah. I, I Like you said um, multiple times, you know, maybe not personally, but we will all have some experience with um, suicide in our life that it, it is very much a pervasive struggle for many people. And I think the more that we're all educated about it and we know how to push back against it is a very powerful thing. So I just want to thank you again so much for joining us, Emma. Like we, we greatly appreciate your expertise and sharing it with us and just the work overall that you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you for all that you guys are doing. And of course, um, as always, I do just want to thank the listeners as well. And uh, I encourage you all to engage with us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And check out the uh, resources we have in the show notes. And we will see you next time on the Youth Move Nevada podcast. The theme music used in this podcast was created by Youth Move Nevada member TJ Stevens of Falanche Entertainment.